Hello, everyone. This is Father Bill Nicholas, and this is Faith, Hope, and History. Greetings and welcome, everybody. It is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, the week after Christmas. It was on this day in 1856 that the 28th President of the United States, Woodrow Wilson, was born in Staunton, Virginia. But on this day throughout the Catholic Church throughout the world, we celebrate one of the feasts that follow upon the Christmas Holy Day. The day following Christmas, we remember St. Stephen, who was the first martyr. The day following that, we remember St. John, the evangelist. And today, we remember the Holy Innocents, those children who were slaughtered by King Herod in his efforts to get to the Holy Family. But what is the story? And hopefully we know the story. Joseph receives the message in a dream from the angel to take Mary and the child Jesus and flee into Egypt because Herod is seeking the life of the child. And so they leave their homeland. And one can say, just as we're experiencing a Calexit here in California, many people leaving one state for another, you could say this was a Jude exit or a Israelite exit that Mary and Joseph were engaging in because they really did not leave the country per se. They left their country, but it was under occupation by the Roman Empire and their region was ruled by the puppet king Herod the Great. And where did they go? They fled into Egypt. And there's a certain irony here because Egypt was still a part of the Roman Empire. Mary and Joseph did not leave the Roman Empire. But where they left Judea to get away from the influence and danger and threat posed by King Herod, they fled to Egypt, which, if you know your history, and this is faith, hope, and history, Egypt was a personal protectorate of the emperor of Rome. When Octavius, now Augustus Caesar, conquered Egypt and following the death of Antony and Cleopatra, the last of the Ptolemaic monarchs of Egypt, Octavian, now Augustus Caesar, took the province of Egypt as a personal protectorate, overseen personally by him and his appointees, rather than the Senate, the Senate of Rome. And so, in a way, Mary and Joseph fled the threat of Herod and entered into a region that was protected by Caesar himself. But where would they have gone? It is a topic for speculation. And while this is just my opinion, I like to think that they would go someplace where they perhaps could hide among a population. And that would naturally have been to the city of Alexandria, the Egyptian city of Alexandria, which was a place known for great learning also for trade, the seat of power. But it was a place of great learning, thanks to the great library of Alexandria. Now, as the history goes, the library was destroyed by Julius Caesar when he set fire to the ships in the harbor of Alexandria, and the fire spread to the city and destroyed the great library of Alexandria. But that's only partially true, because the history goes that the library of Alexandria was already undergoing great disrepair and decline. 
And yes, great damage was done to the library by the fire. A great many things were lost and burned, but not everything. But then it was a few centuries later, a couple of centuries later, that the library finally just declined and disappeared into history. It was one of the great academic wonders of the world. And over a few hundred years, it came into disrepair and ultimate decline. But Alexandria was a place that was known for its learning. Even among the great Jewish diaspora after the conquest of Alexander the Great and the establishment of Alexandria, Alexandria is the city where they believe the Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament was accomplished and was done. It's called the Septuagint text because the story goes that 70 Jewish scholars undertook the task of translating the Greek, the Hebrew text of the Old Testament into Greek, and by some miraculous happenstance, their translations were all exactly the same, all 70 of them, ergo the number 70, the translation is known as the Septuagint, the Septuagint. And so Alexandria is a place of great learning. And so what do we see with Mary and Joseph, if that is where they fled to in Egypt? They were threatened by persecution, and they fled to a place of learning. They hid behind education and knowledge. And we can see that in the early history of the church, because what is the history of the early church? It is one of persecution, particularly at the hands of the Roman Empire, Nero, Domitian, Diocletian, just to name three. But in those first 300, 400 years of the church's history, the church underwent a great deal of persecution. But at the same time, you saw in the writings of the fathers of the church, such as Ignatius of Antioch, Polycarp of Smyrna, Clement, Irenaeus of Lyons, and so on, the great fathers of our church who built upon the writings and the teachings of the apostles to provide a great foundation of church teaching that we still consult and that still influence the teachings of the church today and how the church goes about teaching the foundational points of faith that we receive from the apostles. So in the midst of persecution, the church retreated not behind ignorance, not behind superstition, but behind knowledge and the substance of that faith. And in so doing, provided a great foundation that still continues to influence and teach the church and Catholic people even down to today. But what was the aftermath of that flight into Egypt? It was the great slaughter of the innocents, the children that were killed at the hands and the order of King Herod, we we call the Great, because he saw the presence of Jesus, who the Magi referred to as the new king of the Jews, as a threat to his reign. A man who was notoriously violent toward any threat, including among his own family, now was setting his sights on Jesus. And this, of course, parallels what we read in the book of Exodus when Moses is born. The one that God had chosen to deliver his people from the slavery in Egypt is born, and Pharaoh, in seeking to get to him, in seeking to diminish the population of the people of Israel who were growing in Egypt, he engaged in the slaughter of innocents as well. The young Hebrew boys, when they were born, would be thrown into the river. And so we see a parallel in that between Moses 
the deliverer of Egypt from slavery, and Jesus, the deliverer of the world from sin and death. But what also do we see in this? At the time when God was intervening for his people, what happened? The leadership of the opposition went after the children. The people of Israel are growing at a time when Moses, the deliverer, is born. Pharaoh went after the children. God sends his son Jesus to be born in Bethlehem to be the redeemer and savior of the world. And what happened? Herod went after the children. And we see this pattern all too often throughout our history. What do we see down to today? We see the forces of secularism, atheism, leftist, liberal influences, value systems, seeking to overrun and overwhelm our society and replace our Christian values with their secular, atheistic, socialistic values. And how are they doing it? They're doing it by going after the children, going after our children in the schools. And we see good, strong, Christian American people objecting to this in school boards, much to the chagrin of that leftist, secular, atheist agenda, who mock people of a Judeo-Christian faith and solid American values as white supremacists, racists, bigots. They mock them with Dr. Seuss-type poems that occurred just the other day in Austin, Texas. They seek to use the government to suppress that objection that these Christian American families are raising in their efforts to get to the children. Very much what Hitler and the Nazis did in Germany in the 1930s. They got to the children. They're trying to do that now in this country with secular atheist, anti-Christian, anti-Catholic values by getting to the children in our schools. And what is the great sacrament of the secular atheistic left? The secular atheistic anti-Christian, anti-Catholic mentalities and forces in this country. What is their great sacrament? That great sacrament of evil and of death. And that is abortion. And what is abortion? They're going after our children. That's always been the tactic of any value system that opposes the presence and action of God in our world. It happened when he sent the deliverer in Egypt. It happened when he sent the Messiah in Bethlehem. It's happening now in our nation, founded on Judeo-Christian values. They are seeking to destroy that by going after the children. And in the most horrendous way, not just in the education system, but in and through the evil of abortion. Now in our nation, we know that there is a Supreme Court case that is still awaiting its decision that has a great potential to overturn Roe versus Wade in this country in which the Supreme Court is no longer recognizing abortion as protected by the Constitution. Now, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, if that happens, if the Supreme Court votes to uphold the Mississippi law 
and in effect overturn Roe versus Wade, just as Brown versus Board of Education overturned the secularism of Plessy versus Ferguson. If this case overturns Roe versus Wade, that's not an end to abortion. And we know many states, including right here in California, which our governor, who at least says he's Catholic, has declared that if Roe versus Wade is overturned and is left up to the states, that California will be a sanctuary state for those seeking an abortion. A Mecca, if you will, perhaps a Babylon, perhaps is the better word, that California, and perhaps other states like it, will become hubs for this great evil's continuation in our nation. And of course, we in our state of California and other states like us will have to start doubling down in the efforts in those states to start turning the tide away from this evil trend of secular, progressive, anti-Christian atheism from going after our children. And we have those fronts in the schools in which good parents are raising an objection to the curriculum that is being taught in many school districts throughout the country, and we have the fight against the great evil that goes after our children, and that is abortion. And we remember, in the midst of the persecution and objection that we receive for our presence as people of faith and the values we seek to emulate and the values we seek to be a part of this society, when we experience persecution and objections and harassment because of them, let us not retreat behind ignorance and superstition, but let us double down in the knowledge of our faith, what it teaches us, what it stands for, and what it calls us to do to make our world a world preparing for that coming of Jesus that we await. But also, let us work to protect our children from those who would go after our children, the pharaohs, the Herods of today, the secular progressive atheists, who seek to steal and harm our children by harmful ideologies and value systems and through that ultimate evil that is abortion. So these are good thoughts to have on these days following Christmas when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But we remember that the birth of Jesus led to the slaughter of the innocents who had no idea why they were being killed, had no concept of the world at the time of their death, whose parents had no idea why they were being killed, but it was a direct result of the presence of Jesus in our world. And so we use the Holy Family as a model. We see Mary and Joseph as a model of not retreating behind ignorance and superstition, but behind knowledge and the substance of our faith. And we pray to those first martyrs who died because of Jesus, the holy innocents who died at the hands of Herod the Great. And we ask for the same inspiration as we see forces of evil coming for our children, going after the children. And let us remain firm, solid, and substantially knowledgeable of our faith so that we can, in effect, protect those who would go after our children. So thank you for listening. All the best this Christmas. Serious food for thought. And with any luck... I will talk to you again soon.